You're with the Afternoon Cruise here on Jazz 88. I'm chatting with a couple gentlemen involved with a very big show on Saturday night over at a relatively new venue, the Uptown Theater. Uh, Y'all are all spectacular for being here. I'm going to introduce you one by one. First off, I'd like to welcome the headliner, Stokely, to Jazz 88. Stokely, thank you so much for taking time out of your very, very busy schedule to be here. Thanks for having me. You're at home. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I know this is this is a homecoming for somebody who's been doing amazing work all over the world for decades upon decades. You could come through and just have it say Stokely on the flyer and things would go just fine. But let's be honest, that isn't how you've ever done your thing. You've always repped for the fantastic musicians out of Minnesota, and you've brought some of those people onto the stage with you for this show on Saturday night. So I want to introduce these individuals as well. L.A. Buckner, I've gotten to interview you about 15 times in my year and a half here at Jazz 88. Uh, you're doing a big homie set on Saturday night at the Uptown Theater. What do you have planned for this show? This is a big, big stage to fill for big homie and L.A. Buckner. That's true. It's a big stage, um, some big shoes to fill, uh, a great opportunity. But, you know, we got to come with it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're there for a reason. We got to bring it. So uh, that's what we uh, plan on doing. Super grateful for the opportunity. I feel like if you sum up all the rehearsals happening in the Twin Cities this week, it's like the most rehearsed week because uh, a lot of very elite groups are getting on stage on one bill, including Bakari, who I've had the chance to check out. You just did a uh, live performance yeah. for a sister station in the Twin Cities. And also, just congrats to your larger crew, Ozone Creations. Y'all are making really big moves. Yeah. Um, nice work. What are you looking forward to about playing this show on Saturday night with Stokely and Big Homie and more? For sure. Um, I'm just mostly, like I said um, before, too excited for the opportunity. Just really looking forward to bringing my catalog, my type of sauce, my style to this new audience. Having a great night, having fun. This is what I'm really excited about is having a great time. And I know it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. What, what flavor is your sauce? Oh man, I got it. It depends what you want. It depends right. each song, each each genre. I got different sauce. I got different flavors. I got gluten free. I got all of that. It doesn't matter what you need. I got I got it for you. Uh, now Stokely, uh, after a legendary career as the vocalist and drummer with Mint Condition, you've been crafting a solo career primarily since 2017. Now that's six years, six very weird years, but you've had a lot of success during that time. Let's 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 take your temperature. How has it been going since your turn as a solo artist? It, including the six years, it's been great. I mean, <laughs> you know, those two couple years look weird. It's been it's been been amazing, man. Um, the fans around just uh, building this new chapter for me has been really incredible. You know, a lot of exploration, a lot of uh, experimentation, and uh, it's been been really amazing. You know, bringing people along with me. You know. And you've been bringing people along with you and all around the globe. One thing I've seen in your output is connecting with artists, uh, not just huge names in the U.S. like Snoop Dogg, but also connecting with artists from all around the globe, including a a Nigerian individual you did a single with. Kitty, right? Okay, so has that been part of your agenda? Like, okay, I have a global audience. I'm also going to have a global profile with who I collaborate with. Well, the music is global. Right. (laughs) I'm thinking gluten free. Right. (laughs) right, right, right. (laughs) Global. Yeah, the, the music is global, you know, and it's if you look at technology, it's like it's the world right now. Right. It's just we're so close. It's not uh, it's not so localized anymore. Yeah. And uh, and the, neither has the music never been that way anyway. Right. So I'm I'm picking from all the uh, the wellspring of, of 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 black music, you know, which is so many different genres, which encompasses. You look at the world. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. That's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. So really proud of that, and just trying to kind of you know um, 
you know, amplify that even more, you know, for, and this is, you know, uh, we forget that America is just a, a smaller piece of the world market. Right. You know, everybody needs to be served. So we're here to do so. Well, you're doing so on Saturday night over the Uptown Theater. It's the afternoon cruise, Jazz 88. I'm chatting with Stokely, L.A. Buckner, and Bakari. They're all on the bill uh, for this show on also, Saturday night. Also, Jordan Johnston. Jordan well. Johnston. Absolutely. Okay. Can't, can't forget him. Yeah. Amazing new artist coming up. So, yeah. Yeah. We, got, we got to give props to yes, everybody. That's right. Uh, now, Stokely, you talk about the importance of a global connection, but it's also been very clear that your connection to the Twin Cities uh, has been r- really tremendous, especially we both hail from St. Paul and seeing that energy and what you've done. But you mentioned amplifying. I do feel like you are underamplified here. Mm. And, and the reason being, I bet in your phone right now, Robert Glasper can call you. I bet you in your phone right now, Derek Hodge can call you. Terrace Marn can call you. You are with the elite musicians of this era. You are of them. The song we're going to play after we're done talking is you and Nate Smith, Don't Let mm-hmm. Me Get Away. And of course, I think sometimes people take things for granted when they're in their backyard. That's exactly what it is. It's a blessing and a curse. I yeah. love living under the radar. Yeah. At the same time, people say what you say, you know, yeah. and they've said that also, but with, you know, with Mint. The whole time, you know, here we are traveling around the world and, you know, rubbing shoulders with some of the our, our, um, heroes and, you know, but it, it's it works that way. Even with our beloved brother, uh, Prince, believe it or not. Right. You know, uh, and yeah, he, it was kind of like that, even though he was, you know, um, that's why he started doing this, doing stuff at like Paisley. Right. And he's, after a while, he stopped doing like the big shows here at, you know, uh, in Excel, that kind of thing. You know, that's. Um, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say that, but that's, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm saying, is it? yeah. And the world paid attention in a lot of ways before the city did for Prince. You think about him playing arenas in Houston before he's yeah, really playing arenas right. here, getting broken on black radio in Houston yes, and Detroit yes, 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 yes. Um, in yeah. ways. And, and, you know, I can't change history. I can't change mint condition yeah. history. And I wouldn't because yeah, of course, yeah, of course <laughs> right? like, uh, We're proud of that. All right. of that. All of it. Um, yeah. But this is an incredible opportunity, especially as the jazz station in town, to point out mm-hmm. that uh, the elite jazz musicians across the globe, you're in that company. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to take you for granted just because we share a zip code or just because we, you. you know, we, yeah. we love you right back. Uh, now, Stokely. Uh, and I'll I'll open this up also to the other individuals who are with us but first Stokely for folks who have only heard you on record what's different when you're performing live Um, I'm hoping that I can get you know the energy that we do live you know when you hear it on 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 the CD or wherever you're you know consuming your music Uh, that's it's trying to encapsulate that live element is really hard because it's only what you're hearing you know, we like to titillate all the senses. So, you know, whether it be something you've seen, if I could pipe some something you could smell into the show, I, I would do it. You know what I mean? But it's about, you know, sight and sound and movement, you know, just titillating all those senses, as I say, you know, and uh, something you can feel. And it's like it's a conversation back and forth. There's a lot of, uh, you know, call and response yeah. a lot of time. Just, you know, people love to hear themselves sing and just it just feels good. Because it becomes a vibration within you. It's like when you start to hum, it feels good when you clean it up. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I feel good. It feels, you know what I mean? When you hear Bakari's music, you'll see that in Jordan's and when you hear Big Homie in L.A., it's, it's just like, man, you go to their shows. It's like, it's so, uh, it's just very basic, a primal thing that we like yeah. to do. So it's, uh, I think that's the biggest thing is you, I can't get that live element you know, when you listen to on record. So, I mean, I think it just lends itself to when you hear it, it's like, oh, I can imagine what this would be, right. how they would expand this idea that we hear, you know, live. Because that's what it's supposed to be. Live should be a little bit 
a little bit, a couple levels above, you know, what you hear on a record. Yeah. Bakari, same question to you. You've navigated some really cool stuff in the studio. What's different about you when you're doing it live? For sure. When I'm doing live, I think it's just about translating the effect of when you're hearing it on just the record and making it the full experience when you're seeing it live. Making it the full experience in the way that when you're hearing my record just on digitally, you can it can be very interpretive, right? Open to interpretation. When I'm right there in front of you singing, you're going to feel what I want you to feel in that moment. It's a little bit more directive. And um, I, I enjoy being able to take people on that journey when I'm live and in person. So, yeah, super excited for that. And, L.A., I think the first way I got to really enjoy you was live. And I've been impressed with the studio output. But we, we got some of your stuff in rotation for folks who have just you know heard Deja Vu, heard, heard Birthday Party, but haven't seen Big Homie. What's it about? Live is the spiritual aspect yeah like this it's everybody there together all experiencing the same thing at the same time it's very it's like you said it's primal it's very simple you said oh y'all was really moving some air up there it's scientific mm -hmm. yeah you know what i'm saying so that that's the, the best part about the live so it's, a, it's actually a completely different experience yeah. from listening to the album it's completely different <laughs> experience um heightened yeah it's spiritual mm -hmm. The show's on Saturday night. It's over at the Uptown Theater. Stokely alongside uh, L.A. Buckner and Big Homie Bakari and Jordan Johnston. Do I got that yes, right? Look at that. Yes, I was all right. nervous. I should have yeah, just been calm. It, now, Stokely, a lot of great vocalists have also spent time behind the drum kit. Marvin Gaye, mm. Chris Cornell, Anderson mm. Pack, and many others. How does your experience behind the kit help you as a vocalist and as a band leader? Oh, also, asterisk. Stokely is an amazing drummer. I know it's like, <laughs> I know it's maybe not even on the first page of your resume, but <laughs> you're incredible. So how does that help you? Uh, nothing happens without a heartbeat. That's the first drum. And I think everybody's got that. So I think having that unique perspective, being in the back of the bandstand, being able to tap into every instrument, you know, there's a unique perspective between that. And I had to find this out with uh, being in front. You know, but I think being able to navigate and hear what everybody's doing, whether it be the bass player, the guitar player, the horn players, et cetera, et cetera, it's, uh, it's just a unique perspective that you sit, whether you're playing harmony or melody, you all have to have rhythm. So I'm, I'm connected to every, I have all of these webs. I feel connected to everybody yeah. at all times, which is really, really cool. That's the way I feel. I think, you know, L.A.'s got, you know, I'm sure. You, know, you, you just broke that down so yeah. crazy, though. That's so real. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a beautiful place to start that musical yeah. career. And it's not, I mean, God bless the people who do drums their whole career. Yeah. But it's 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 a beautiful thing to hear that transition. Absolutely. Yeah. Stokely, this is the second time I've gone to interview you. I got to interview you during heavy pandemic times mm -hmm. over Zoom. And I think I'll just, I'll go ahead and tell this story every time I, I, I get to talk with you. I moved here in fall of 1996. And at the time, they could have retitled BET uh, what kind of man would I be? Television <laughs> alongside that that Keith Murray rapper's delight. If I I got on uh, Central at like two thirty and I, I could see those two videos that is for so sure. Funny. I think uh, uh, what kind of man would I be? Might have been black and white, like live performance video. Might have been like yeah, it started out. Oh, the, the video yeah started yeah, yeah. on black and white yeah. and then came out. Yeah, it came color. Yeah, I yeah. watched this. I was like, these dudes are wow. amazing. And then wow. it was a couple months later where they're like, mm. you're in the same program as them. Right. Like yeah. you're at Central High School. Yeah. You're at Walker yeah. West. That's what crazy. does it mean to take this beautiful musical world mm. and broadcast it all over the world since before 96? I got on the train in 96. But what does that mean to you today? It's it's everything. It's how I got put on. Somebody put me on. Somebody exposed me. You know, yeah. all the people that I played with when I was younger, 
all the musicians, all of the poets, all of the <clears throat> orators, everybody who was who I was around. It just you know, brought me, my father and my my parents brought me around, and then their their um, uh, friends. And so it's very important that we highlight and amplify everybody that's around us. You know, and see, this is like this show is like a, a thank you to the city, the people that brought me to the world, you know, hear my voice or whatever you, you dig about me. It's just wherever you're at, you know, that's why they say, uh, I buy local, it's really important, <laughs> you know what I mean? And amplify that, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it's really important that we do that in wherever you're from, you know what I mean? Is it's, it that spirit it. that has you bringing these gentlemen here today? Absolutely, All it's right. communal, so then it's le- communal spirit. Yeah. Let me ask these fantastic gentlemen you brought with you, LA, what does it feel like to get that call and say, Stokely's trying to have you on the bill? What's, what's that mean to you in your world, in your career? I told him that's the dream gig, you know? Um, I know millions of musicians. I don't know them personally, but I know for sure, like they would dream of playing their own music opening for their hero. That's, right. a, that's a dream situation. So yeah, yeah that's, that's, yeah. All, that's the only words I have to describe it. Bakari, what's that feel like when you're getting that call and you find it out to be to be rocking with Stokely in Minneapolis? For sure. Just automatically it's immediate gratitude. And then on a deeper level, it's like acknowledgement. It's being seen. It's being recognized as somebody who's on their business, doing their thing, creating. And um, it feels good to be seen from that perspective from another artist that you look up to. So gotcha. for sure, it's a blessing. And I'll say, there's a reason y'all got the call. So I'm not saying it's charity work or anything like that. I'm saying it's community work. It's for real. (laughs) You'll see. People there are going to get it. (laughs) Uh, Stokely, I feel like I've covered a lot of uh, what I wanted to talk about. And I just, since I've been in Jazz 88, I've wanted to be connected with you because I really believe in what you're doing. And I'm I'm really so thankful for this opportunity. What can we do to make Minnesota the greatest launching pad possible? For young musicians. I'll turn that over to everybody. Everybody's making their way in this scene. And I don't mean we necessarily Jazz 88, although I'm all ears. I just mean, yeah, yeah. W- what can this city do to be the best launching pad possible for young musicians? Uh, I think one of the biggest things we can do is just continue to create venues for us to yes. expand our art, amplify that, you know, because there's there's an amazing amount of, of people here that are uh, doing what we do. And um, they just, there's no venue for it, you know. Yeah. And I think just creating those spaces and places for us to do that is really important, you know, to uh, for people to come and, and, and uh, work on their artwork, on the craft, so they can elevate. Bakari and Ali Bugner, two folks who are jumping off these launching pads right now. What, what can we do to make Minnesota the best launching pad possible? For sure. I'd say just like creating the conversation and instilling into Minnesota culture that we want to create a environment of collaboration over competition mm-hmm. and share the resources instead mm-hmm. of compete over them. Because we all want to be in the same position. We all want to do that. But, um, and there's room for everybody. Yeah. And there's a, there's a mentality that there's not room for everybody. So instilling that conversation into culture is that, yeah, we, we all got time. We all got the, the sauce. But, um, yeah, let's, let's collaborate instead of compete. I love that. L.A. Bugner, launching pad advice. We have to say Minneapolis. Mm. We have to say Twin Cities, St. Paul. We have to say Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, Morris Day, Jelly Bean, mm-hmm. Stokely, Mid Condition, because those are the names that the whole world, the whole world love the sound, the whole right. Minneapolis sound is what comes from this place. The entire world benefits from it, you know. Yeah. But so we have to say the Twin Cities, say Minneapolis, right. 
not many Annapolis. St. Paul, Twin City. People love the Minion. Love the Minion. Oh, yeah, I always feel like, do y'all just come from Indianapolis? Is that why? I know everybody. Stokely, L.A., Bakari, and Jordan Johnston all on stage on Saturday night over at this new venue. I saw Funkadelic there. I can vouch for the venue. I think if George Clinton got a rocket in there, I think I think y'all will do just fine. It was my first time seeing George Clinton, and it was absolutely amazing. I grew up, I got moved here in 96. I could have seen him every two months at First Avenue, but I was always like, oh, I'll catch him next time, catch him next time. I saw him. It was incredible. Oh, man. Y'all are doing amazing work, and I so appreciate you coming through. Stokely, L.A., Bakari, thank you for visiting Jazz 88, and good luck at the show on Saturday. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Appreciate you.